Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney. Maren McNaught. And we just signed on to this Zoom wearing the same sweatshirt from our vacation to Montauk a couple weeks ago. We both got Montauk sweatshirts and we're both wearing them. How do you feel about that, Erin? I just feel like it means that it's going to be an amazing evening after an amazing episode. Well, hopefully we are in sync with our opinions as much as we are in sync with our fashion choices. We'll see. (laughs) We'll find out. Okay. You guys know the drill. Obviously, you just watched the episode. You don't need us to recap it for you, but we're going to give you the five hottest takes from this episode. Erin, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm ready. I have my I have my five. I took some time to collect my thoughts and I'm ready to get into it. I'm gonna start us off. My most lukewarm take is um not that controversial of an opinion, I don't think, but I think something that was probably overlooked. I have to um, really shout out Damar and his rose ceremony look. He was wearing this white sweater that was like textured. It had like lines going down, like textured lines. It was like this white sweater under his blazer. And I just really thought that it was so fashionable and I loved it. And I just stopped and said, wow, he looks really nice. And okay. so shout out to him. I feel like we are not in sync at all. Cause I've never heard the name Damar ever before in my life. I don't know who you're talking about. Is that a member of this cast? Like I, if you put Damar in a lineup with like truly one other person, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one. So (laughs) he got no screen time. So I absolutely don't blame you for that at all. I had to, I was watching with other people and I had to say, wait, who is that again? Because I liked his outfit and I wanted to make sure I wrote it down. But I believe that he is the one that is the spin instructor. He's like a really popular spin instructor. Um, okay. so he seems cool and he has a really good personality. Like I always see him and I'm like, Oh, that guy seems fun. I wish he got more screen time, but he just doesn't get that much screen time so far. Interesting. Interesting. What, so what next episode, look out for his outfit. Okay. I will definitely make a note to check him out. One thing I did notice about this episode though, is that I feel like they were really weak on putting people's names in the bottom corner. Like they normally do. I feel like very often I was like, who is this person? Why do I not see their name on my screen? I feel like that was something they were really weak on. I don't know if it was just quick editing to make it the turnaround for this season, but I find myself not knowing anyone's names. I know a Jason, a Chasen, a Blake, <laughs> and a Dale, and like literally that's it. Weirdly, I feel like I really know their names, which is so you really ironic. Do. You're like very into it. 
What's extremely messed up about that is that, so as we said last week, we are doing a bachelor bracket where you can win points. And last week, Jackie um, got in first place, but then got knocked to second place. But Jackie's at the top. She's got over 100 points. She crushed it. Doesn't know anybody's yes. names. I know everybody's names, and I am in solidly last place. But I think that's what's doing class. you a disservice is that you're just picking these people that are not – like much. I know like five people, and I just keep putting those same five people into – my bracket. It's like literally Dale, Yosef, Blake. I'm like, those, I just keep them there. You ask I know, Adam I just, to pick a person for you and put it in your I bracket. <laughs> like, you know, I just want to root for the underdog. Like, I just think that she just aside, this is a bonus hot take for you, I guess. Um, I just think she has a really great cast of guys. And so I want to shout so. them out, you know? Yeah. All right. What's your most okay, lukewarm take? Let me see. The most lukewarm. Okay, this is kind of lukewarm, kind of hot. I don't know if it's hot or lukewarm. You'll tell me. I thought this episode was kind of boring, and I was expecting more. Okay, clearly by your reaction, that was a hot take. Like, it just, okay, it felt like a normal Bachelorette episode to me, and I just think what has been advertised is that this is such a shit show and I'm just waiting for things to happen. And this this was totally a normal episode. We had our group dates. We had our one-on-one date. You know, we got to the cocktail party. We didn't do the rose ceremony yet. But overall, like, pretty standard. And I don't like how they're advertising every single week that it's going to be some crazy thing. And then they're just giving us normal bachelorette. I feel like you have forgotten what they do best. That's what they do to us every single season. I know. Every and time I you see forget. a trailer. Yeah, every time you see a trailer with the show, you're like, this is going to be crazy. And then you get to it and you're like, oh, like they'll make them look like they said something totally psycho. And then you find out they were on an acting date and that's what the script said to do. Like they're so good at editing. Like that's what it is. But I I don't know why I can't learn my lesson. It's just every single time I'm like, this is it guys. This is, she's going to blow up the bachelorette. And obviously, I mean, I literally thought they were going to do all of that in the first episode. I thought we'd have Tasha by now, but. I agree with that. I did kind of think that it wasn't going to be dragged out as long, but I don't know. So far I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I think part of it is that I really do like the guys. I feel okay so far. I really like Claire. Like I really am enjoying watching her. I do have a, a, a hotter take on, on the whole Tasha Claire thing, but I'll save that one for later. Okay. What's your next one? Okay. okay. So my number four, my fourth, closer to lukewarm, but truly I believe this will be my hottest take of the night. Are you ready? It's not okay, big enough to be my number You're giving away one. the hottest take of the night now, but it's not the number one. I'm confused. Okay. So it doesn't feel like a big enough take to be number one, but I feel like it's going to be the most controversial thing that I say on this show. Okay. Okay. What I would like to say is justice for Bennett. Justice for Bennett. I was thinking the same thing, actually. (laughs) I know that I like crapped all over him last week and obviously his bio did not make him sound like a good guy. I think probably deep down, he probably isn't a good guy, but I don't know. There's something endearing about him. I feel like he's kind of this like Harvard, Richie guy, like stuck up situation, but he really is okay with poking fun at that and poking mm-hmm. fun at himself. And that's, I mean, to me, that's like, that's great. Like the whole scene at the, the last scene at the end where he's giving the tour of all his fireplaces and like his dirty martini, like it just was in such good spirits. Clearly the other guys are getting along with him. I mean, he was so graceful when Claire was like, I can't be present with you. I need to go and yell at everyone and then literally go talk to Dale and not, and leave you alone in this room. He didn't say anything about that. He just kind of 
I don't know. Like, justice for Bennett, I feel like social media likes to, like, make fun of him a lot. And I think he would probably be laughing along with them. But I just know that in my heart at first I judged him. And now I'm like, wow, kind of love Bennett. Totally. I mean, I think he's playing into this persona. I even wrote down in my notes, like, oh, he's going to be a fun character on Paradise. So I just think... He's there for the right reasons in the sense that he has kind of a persona and, you know, maybe that's part of his personality, but he's like extending it a little bit more for TV and kind of leaning into it. But I think that, you know what, go go on to The Bachelorette with an agenda. We have to respect it. And I've been enjoying him too. I also want to know though, how is it that he has his own master suite and like, aren't the rest of them sharing hotel rooms? Like what's up with that? How did he meander through that? So I feel like it's either that the producers were like, this will be a funny bit, so let's just give it to him and do Mm -hmm. a funny bit with it, right? Or potentially even thinking that, oh, maybe this will start drama, right? Like thinking, because when you read his bio and you see who he is on paper, I truly believe that he was going to cause drama. So I could see Mm -hmm. the producers being like, oh, we'll just create drama with this guy. Or maybe he really is like, I'm not sharing a room. I'll pay you extra. And he paid extra. And you <laughs> Can know you what? do that? Does anyone pay anybody on The Bachelorette? I don't know. He just whips out his checkbook. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the rules are, but I feel like I really want him to whip out his checkbook for me. So I mean, I'm sh- I think you're right in the sense that, like, if you can negotiate a situation where, hey, this would create a storyline or this can potentially lead to drama, they're obviously going to let you do it. So, but he seems to be getting along with everyone. So, yeah, I'm kind of like, go absolutely off. Be as obnoxious as you want, as long as you're not being mean. We no. have to stand. Right. I will stand up until, like, people start posting that he, like, likes some things on Instagram that I'm not happy about, and then I'll hate him. Right. Which inevitably, like, will end up happening. I mean, like, look at his bio. Look at his persona. Precisely. But for now, justice for Bennett until I say down with Bennett. But for now, I'm like Totally. Him. And excited to see him on Paradise. Yes. Um, What's your if, if we ever have Bachelor in Paradise ever again, though. Who knows at this point? Okay, next one. This is like lukewarm because I feel like everyone's kind of feeling the same way. With the dodgeball date, I felt that that was taken like a bit too far. It didn't bother me, obviously. It's just like the casual person who's not offended by bodies or, or things on TV easily. Like I don't really care. But I had friends texting me being like, wait, this was very risque for network television. The fact that these men, some of them literally took off all of the things on the bottom half of them, but then the rest of them were literally wearing what, like thongs and a little sleeve on their penises. That was, I don't know. Like, I think if I was in their position, I would have felt uncomfortable. I guess I know that it's like, it is kind of different to ask women to take their clothes off versus asking men to take their clothes off. Yeah. I think that it is in society. It is different, but I don't think that it should be. So when I was watching it first, and, you know, I saw Yosef's reaction to it. Obviously, that guy is a jerk. So at first I was mm-hmm. like, no, stop complaining. But then I was like, wait a second. If they had done this date with women, I would be absolutely outraged. I mean, completely outraged. I think, you know, they took off the last layer. They did that on, on their own. And, like, Brendan, be money. My love. Love him. He's my <laughs> favorite from the beginning. He didn't. And he was like, sorry, Claire, like, I'm just not comfortable. And she was like, that's fine. There was some element of choice to it. And if they were just going to do like shirts and skins, like, okay, maybe. Yeah. But the fact that they all had to have black boxes, that that much of their skin was showing, like, I don't think that that was okay. I don't really think that that was acceptable. I think I read a tweet. So this isn't an original thought, but there was a, uh, there was a tweet that I read that said something along the lines of choosing to take your clothes off 
and like be naked or almost naked in front of someone is a very vulnerable, intimate act that should be chosen because you feel comfortable with someone, not on TV. If those guys said, we want to do something funny and we want to take off all our clothes, by all means, please. That's, that's being empowered. But being told like, LOL for television, we're going to have to take off all your clothes and then I'm going to shoot Claire like whispering about like your butts and stuff. No, like that. I thought and it was, was framed as like a punishment too. Like it was yeah. not. Yeah. It, it made me feel kind of weird. I was like, this is network television. I'm sure if I'm feeling weird, how are more conservative people feeling about this? Yeah. I, that was, I don't know. Right. I'm That's all awesome. for show whatever you want of your body. I will never shame anyone for, if you want to walk around the streets naked, please, by all means, but not because somebody told you to, or because you felt pressured to, or because Claire said, Oh, LOL, let's change the rules of this game. That's all. It should be your choice. And it clearly was not their choice. And they were really good sports about it. But we know that if we saw girls have to do that, that we, I mean, it would be, people would be very, upset about it. Totally. I absolutely agree with you. Okay. So that was my for number three, but I will plug in one of my backups because, you know, I'm a teacher, so you got to have a plan B, C, and D. Um, I thought that at first when Claire came out and was like, called out the guys for not pulling her aside, I was like, yes, go absolutely off, say what you want. And I do really respect her for being able to say in the moment um, with Bennett, like, I can't, I can't be present with you right now. I'm really upset about something and I just want to speak my mind. I think that mm-hmm. is excellent. And I think that that really, that's not something I do. I would just let it stew inside my soul, right? Like, so the fact that she just got it out, I really liked. But I kind of like low-key think that the boys were just trying to be respectful of each other. I don't really think they were trying to disrespect her. I think genuinely none of them wanted to be the guy that was like, okay, everybody, I'm going to get in there. I just think mm-hmm. that they we're trying to be nice guys. And clearly they got the message that Claire doesn't want nice guys or she doesn't want them to do that. But it just kind of felt a little bit, and I understand she's sensitive. She's under a lot of pressure and I appreciate her speaking her mind, but I just feel like that was a little bit blown out of proportion. Yeah. That's, that kind of leads into the one that I was going to say in that I go back and forth in feeling whether like Claire is really ready for something like this or not, because that to me really screamed insecurity and Mm -hmm. you know in some ways she comes off as so confident and so sure of herself and so sure of what she wants and then in that moment I was like okay kind of get over yourself for a second this is a weird situation none of these men have ever been on this show before like no one knows actually how it works they're all on their first group dates literally ever to just so quickly jump to that conclusion that oh no one wants to be here for me as opposed to just like LOL, that was awkward. Like, let's get going. Um, Just kind of makes me question where she's at, really. I mean, and even with the stuff, you know, her obsession with Dale and that whole relationship also makes me question her judgment. But then sometimes, like, when she had that one-on-one date with Jason, I'm like, wow, you are so aware of who you are and what you've been through and you own it and you know that it's made you stronger and you're so ready for that kind of next-level commitment. So I just go back and forth with her. I don't really know where we're at. And we will find out, I guess, but... Truly, we will find out. No, I think that's a great point because I, I felt the same way. There was times in the episode where I was, yes, Claire, like, love this. She felt empowered. And then there was times where I was like, um, I don't really see it. But I did not even grace my countdown with Dale's name because truly, it's not a hot take to me. I don't get it. 
clearly <laughs> she's very into him. Clearly there's a lot of sexual chemistry there. I said it last time. I think it's a lust thing. I think she's very attracted to him and that is all fine and well, but I don't get it. He seems fine. He seems like a nice guy. I don't, it's not that I don't like him, but I just am not seeing, I'm not seeing what she's seeing. And she's really seeing something. Well, I just also, I don't believe in like, any sort of love at first sight situation. So to me, I'm, I'm either like, well, they were 100% talking and slash or dating before this. It's so obvious if, if they're so tunnel vision for each other. Or it could be Claire is not as mature as she thinks she is and is still a little bit messy in her decision making and is in doing this she's closing herself off to a lot of potential great guys because there are a lot of great guys there and yeah unless they were dating beforehand I have no idea how she could be so 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 sure that Dale is the guy and I think that we saw a little bit of that previewed in the preview at the end where the other guys are talking about oh, well, did they talk beforehand? I think that goes back to your um, number one mm. hot take from last week. I think it's either going to come out even in the show, like, oh, they were talking before, which makes the whole thing that she said to Blake last episode about him being the only one that reached out to her kind of weird. I don't know how they're editing it. There's still a lot of inconsistencies, but that is a, a pin in my pin board of Bachelor theories that I am keeping front and center. So I would say my next one, I thought that Claire had some really wonderful moments tonight. I think we just talked about how there's some things that she's doing that we're really questioning. Claire, are you okay? What's going Mm -hmm. on? But there was a couple of really great moments. I really appreciated when she sent Brandon home. That guy is smoking hot. So good looking. Yes, he is. I was like, my boyfriend. (laughs) Right. And I think she looked at him and she said, this guy's here because he wants to be the next bachelor and I'm not having it. And I feel like she didn't play the game with him. And she asked him some questions that were really not that hard of questions. I mean, I understand really how is he supposed to know that much about her, but dude, like at least if you don't just, you could even say, don't say that you came here for her. If you don't know anything about her, you could say instead, you know, I didn't really know much about you, but now that I've met you, blah, 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 like pull something out. But he was right. Like you can go in saying that you're open to meeting someone. And once he saw her, he thought maybe this could work. Like, yeah, it was very hot and cold. He was very inconsistent in what he was saying. But I think she saw right through him and was like, I'm looking at a guy who has gotten by on his very good looks and women fall over him. And he's here for the followers and the fame. And Mm -hmm. he's not really interested in me. So goodbye. I don't care how good looking you are. And I really respected her for that because I feel like she is inadvertently addressing one of the biggest problems with the show, which is that people come on for the clout and fame and not really for finding love, which I never fault people for, but I also love the game being turned on its head and her saying, "Mm -hmm, yep, I know what you're doing. Goodbye. Yeah, no, I liked that moment too. And then I, it's like, sometimes I feel like she's so aware of the show and the process and like is willing to call all the bullshit. And then sometimes I feel like she's, she like takes the bait almost. My next one was going to be the stuff that she's doing with Blake and rewarding his behavior for coming in and interrupting her. It's just to me, that is classic Bachelor, that that is something Like no one ever really likes that guy who always comes in to interrupt the dates and by rewarding it and he, she's basically, she basically told him like, keep doing this. I like this and kissed him and gave him a rose privately. 
And so on one hand, I feel like she's so aware of the show and how the show cannot be bringing her exactly what she wants and what she's here for. And she's calling it out and nixing it. But then in some ways, I feel like she falls into very classic bachelor traps that are there to stir up drama and not there to lead her to the person that she wants to be with. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. I think from the perspective, obviously I've never been the bachelorette, but I think from their perspective. In case you guys weren't sure, I've never actually been on the show before. I know that's a really common misconception in a lot of you at home (laughs) are saying, Erin, weren't you the bachelorette? No, that is a rumor that I have to dispel quite often. Um, But if I were in her position, And there was a guy who wanted to hang out with me so bad that he was willing to let all the guys in the house dislike him. I'm sorry, my ego could not say no to that, right? And if she's already into him and he he makes that effort, I think it just sends a message of, I'm into you enough that I don't care that everyone's going to be mad at me. Now, that being said, I don't really see it with her and Blake Moynes. I don't really get the Blake Moynes thing. I want so badly to shave his face. And I will talk more about that later. I won't get too into (laughs) that now. Um, But I'm not really, that particular relationship I'm not really getting. But I see in the past why people have been into that. No, I think think you're right that she just likes, because she has said, she proved in the beginning of the episode that she's so insecure about the guys actually being there for her. Obviously she likes, feeling that someone is there for her. But then I have to turn that around and question. It's like, okay, does Blake actually really like her? Or is he just trying to get on TV for longer amounts of time? Because if I was, again, if I was on the show and I felt that I didn't have a connection with the lead and didn't really see that becoming a long-term relationship, I would just be trying to get my face in front of the screen as often as possible. So I, I don't know. I question his motives. I don't think he's actually as into her as maybe she and I'm just like, yeah. he threw that. Come on. Right. I think I, I think I cannot see him. The problem that I'm having with him is that I can't see him as a bad guy because his job is wildlife conservation. <laughs> and I just feel and he just looks like a nice little lumberjack. Right. So, and he clearly is so uncomfortable when he does things like that. I think he's really pushing himself outside his comfort zone. I'm just, okay. not, I'm just not getting it. All right. Well, we'll put a pin in Blake, someone to watch, questioning his motives, not sure where we stand, but we don't have to decide that right now. We got time. So you want me to say my last one? If you want to, or I can go. Okay. You know what? I will. Let's pump this party up to a 10 because right now it's at a seven. Still a good one, but I feel maybe, I don't know. Again, (laughs) this is like a hot take that I'm not willing to be married to. What if we're being tricked and the entire season actually just is of Claire and Tasha never becomes the bachelorette. Discuss. It is, <laughs> it is certainly possible. Because like this is going very differently than I like, yes, they're pushing the Dale thing a lot, and that is the rumor. What if she just like picks him at the end and there's some other drama and they Franken bit some stuff together to make us think this? They flew in Tasha to Palm Springs just to have a little luxurious vacation because they also flew in Hannah Ann, Becca Kufrin, like a lot of Bachelor Nation people were seen in Palm Springs. The rumor is that it's Tasha, but they kind of leaked that. Like, did they not and kind of confirmed it, but now are pretending that they didn't confirm it at all and not, not even acknowledging it. And this is just going like way too normally thus far. I don't know. I just really was expecting things to blow up in the first episode or two. 
And right now it feels like classic Bachelor. I'm like, what if this is a trick? Because they know spoilers have been a huge issue for seasons past. And so maybe they're like, we can play that game too. I don't know if I actually believe this or not, but I just wanted to throw it out there. I think this is a very valid theory. I did not give it thought that maybe they wanted to try to spoil their own season. Very interesting. Going to put a pin in it. Have a thousand (laughs) pins. Um, But how many episodes are in a season? Do you know? I want to, I'm going to guess like 13. Because if we spend, because the next episode, it does not seem, I think we're going to see Claire for at least two more episodes. So even if we have Claire for four episodes, that only leaves Tasha with seven episodes. Yeah. I agree. I thought that we were going to get a lot less of Claire. And, but I also think when, even when the switch, if slash when the switch happens, I think Claire is still going to be around and involved and we're still going to watch that relationship or lack thereof develop because she stays in the Palm Springs bubble after it was kind of leaked that Tasha showed up if that makes sense. So I think that like, they're going to like, if in theory she says, Oh, I want to be with Dale. I picked him. We're done. Like, I think they're going to continue to be in Palm Springs and we'll see how that relationship goes. I didn't realize that. Well, I do enjoy that. I'm not mad about that because I always feel like if I invest the time, I want to know the results. I don't know. I kind of, I like that. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like I've, I've had so many seasons where I'm like, okay, I know this is going to end, or I've read spoilers, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, eating a lot of, like a whole bag of chip. You think that the spoilers are going to make you feel good and better, and they feel nice for one second, and then it just ruins all the fun. So I, I do enjoy that I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't think anyone does, even on like the Reddit page and everything. The only tea that I heard from Reality Steve was that there's some drama with Easy, but I can't find oh, what any I saw. Is things about that today and I don't I'm unhappy about it I don't know if should we get it I'll just say um is it confirmed I don't want to like call no it's n- no it's not confirmed so I want to be very clear about that that there are some alleged things being said on the internet that maybe he say sexually assaulted someone I don't know what's yikes. going on with that yeah yikes is right Ugh, I don't know I don't know hard should thing. I edit that part out I don't know I think not you just have to confirmed or not I don't know. Yeah, I think we could also just say, you know, there's some rumors floating out around about him that were just have yet to be confirmed or denied. And, you know, we live on the side of believing women, but we also think people are due to have their side of the story told. Yeah. No, it's that's that, kind of that's, how I feel about it. And that's totally true. Yeah, it's just, I just wish that if this is something that's true, why is The Bachelor not doing a thorough vetting? Pro- like, this is not the first time we've had someone who's done a heinous crime before. So, like, what the actual fuck? Right. They need to do a better vetting process. Okay. So, my, I thought that was great. I love that you bring us the big picture of the whole season <laughs> as a whole. I'm going to zoom in onto um, mostly Jason's date. But I okay. feel like my hottest take, and this is not a controversial take, I don't think. Um, but I just... It brought me such joy. Claire is truly forcing these men into therapy. And Mm -hmm. I am here for it. If the world is going to be a better place, the number one way to make that happen is to put men into therapy. Just send them there. And the world will be a better place tomorrow. I promise you. I know. I loved the date with Jason. 
I thought that he was so vulnerable. He was clearly uncomfortable being that vulnerable. He did not want to have those conversations. And he didn't, he pushed himself. And I really respected Claire for being able to like bring that out of him. And she was really vulnerable. She had a conversation with Zach C earlier in the episode where she talks about her past abusive relationship. I just feel that we have, we finally have a bachelorette and it could be her age. It could be her life experience. It could just be that she's done a lot of self work Mm -hmm. that knows who she is, has done the work and truly does not want a man that she needs to fix. Yes, absolutely. She she is, particularly with Jason, I loved how she noticed that he uses humor as a defense mechanism. She said, oh, I see this. I noticed this about you. It's something I do too. We're going to talk about that right now. I thought that the deepness of their date was probably too much for a first date. It is The Bachelorette, so things are, you know, sped up. I thought it was a little too deep probably for the first date. Maybe that would have been a better second date. But mm-hmm. I like that she saw something in him. She was like, I love that you're funny. I love that you have a great personality, but I know you're hiding something. Let's talk about it. Let's get it out there. And if you don't want to talk about it, I don't want to waste my time trying to teach you how to talk about your feelings. Yeah, no, she, in a lot of ways, she is a great bachelorette. Truly. I don't know if I was like, <laughs> as the words are coming out of my mouth, I was like, wait, do I mean that or do I not? But I, I really right. think I do because- She's been strong. She's taking no bullshit. She knows what she wants. And we've had such young leads for Bachelor and Bachelorette. And it's just like, it's really refreshing to see someone who is genuinely looking for a healthy partnership. That really is what Claire wants. She's not here to like build a career after the Bachelorette. Right. I feel that when we watch people who are probably closer to our age, maybe even younger, we watch ourselves dating people at that age and we're going, oh yeah, we all did that. And oh yeah, but you know, I, I felt for Hannah. Obviously I'm a big Hannah Brown stan. I was like, I understand being so insecure and accepting what you're not, what you don't deserve and feeling, I get that. But at the same time I watch Claire and I think, wow, this is almost, almost not 100%, but closer to you watch it and you can say, wow, I hope to be that one day. Mm-hmm. It's no? aspirational as opposed to yes. watching an entire like yeah shit show of someone trying to cry. Oh, and basically, our out. lives. Yes. I could just call yeah, my friend and be like, "How's your dating life going?" And that would be passages of the Bachelor. Whereas this is more. I, I don't know. I like that she's digging in and she's and she's calling out. I feel like she's digging in, calling out. And I just really hope it works out. Like, however this turns out, I, I just hope that it is, if she's in a relationship right now, I hope that it's reciprocal because she really does deserve it. Like you said, she's done the work. So we'll see. Is that those everything? Are our hot takes. I think oh those are gosh. our hot takes. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was, that went by so fast. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. Do you, would you like to do the honors of Rose and Thorne? I don't even have one, but I'll have to think of one when you, as you're singing. You know I'm ready. Okay, I'll I'll sing. Do 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 Rose and Thorn. I change the beat every time. I don't. No, I like it. I like the the spontaneity of it. It's it's shocking for all of the listeners. It's whatever beats in my head. Okay, you can go first. You know I'm ready. I wrote them down. Okay, so my rose goes with my hottest take, which was about Jason's date. My rose goes to Jason. Jason, wherever you are, I see you. I know that that was not an easy date for you. And I think that you were really brave and courageous. And whatever you've gone through, 
whether it's Claire, I don't think it's going to be Claire, although I kind of like them together for someone else. Someone will be able to accept that and you're worthy and good job. And I think that he set such a great example for men on how to just open up and be vulnerable. You get my rose, Jason. Good job. Yes, Jason. Yeah. You want to say your rose or you want me to do my thing? Um, shoot. I need to think of someone to get the rose. I'm going to give the rose to, I don't remember if this was him or not. Was it Chasen? Even even though there's Chasen and Jason, right? Was Chasen the one who opened up about also being bullied and had like a, a low moment? Didn't he get the group date rose at the end of the second group date? Yes, my friends were talking through that part of the date, but he did get the group guys that he wrote. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to give it to him. I think in in the same vein, uh, first off, I like that his name rhymes with Jason and we're giving them roses in very similar veins. Um, he was also very vulnerable. He opened up. He's a cutie and seems to be willing to take the plunge. Like, I think with this show, you know, you never know if you're going to really connect with someone and a lot of people do go on for several motives at the same time. I'm a firm believer that you can go on the show knowing the career opportunities that would be available to you after, but also be open to meeting someone great and be open to that experience. And that's okay. I think that makes you a fine person. And Chasen is someone who I think showed is open to the experience and was vulnerable. And we'd love to see it. Absolutely love that. So my, my thorn, at first I was going to give it to Yosef. But I think I'm going to give it to him next week because we did, he was annoying this episode, but I think we're really going to be able to get into it next week. So yeah. instead, I have chosen to give my thorn to Blake Moyne's beard, specifically. <laughs> I am not getting it. I think he would be so much more handsome if he shaved the beard. There's just some weirdness for me with that beard, and it has got to go. Every time I see him on the screen, I'm like, I just want to, but it's not buzz it right off. I second that motion. I just, it's unlike any beard I've ever seen before because something is off about his beard. Exactly. 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 (laughs) It's kind of like, yeah, there's just too much face kind of being shown. Like it only goes around like his chin, but then a little bit higher, but doesn't extend to the point where it, where like a normal beard would be. Something is, something is off guys. Something is not right. Somebody who knows about beards, please tell us what is it that we can't put our fingers on that we don't like about the beard. It's like not long enough, but also not short enough. The length is wrong. Something is not okay. Yes, I totally agree with that. Okay, what should my thorn be? I really need to start preparing these ahead of time. Um, Yeah, all right. My thorn is going to be to the ABC producers, specifically the ones that created the different group date activities um because obviously you know claire's getting the 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 heat for this from yosef slash i'm sure other people online are going to be giving her heat for the whole stripping thing but you know she didn't come up with that date on her own you know these are all pre-planned i'm sure a producer told her hey you know it would be funny like tell them to do this it, i felt kind of weird about it and i'm like a very body positive accepting go absolutely off person and so for network television to have grown men as a punishment stripped down to literally nothing was a bit much and right I think I wanna- there are other ways that you can make good group dates like I don't know why they resort to 
things like that. Like who, how many people were sitting in a room and were like, okay. And so this is the group date. And then the losing team is going to literally get naked and, and what five people and like uh, an executive producer were like, yeah, good job approved. Like these things go through so many people that just that the fact that no one was like, wait, this is like a bit much is kind of shocking to me. Right. And I want to be clear that my issue is not with people being naked or taking Mm -hmm. their clothes off. My issue is with, and I think your issue too, is with being forced to do that and not having a choice in it because TV producers thought that it would essentially be funny and entertaining for viewers at home. And I think, again, don't insult our intelligence for ABC producers. (laughs) I said it last week. I'll say it this week. Um, I think it's 2020. Like we're beyond that. People see that happen and they think, Mm, no, I, that's not, that's not right. You can't do that to girls and you can't do that to boys. Everybody should have autonomy and choice over their own body and their own decision. Totally. So in in a lot of ways, I feel like the show is catching up with what the viewers want to see. And in some ways it's still a fucking bachelor and it is so behind the times. Which makes you have to think, are they really catching up or is it just they're listening to people's complaints and saying, okay, well, enough people complained about diversity, so I guess we finally have to do it to shut them up, right? Right. It's like they don't actually want to do it. They're just doing it to appease. Like they'll do anything for numbers. They'll do the bad thing for numbers and they'll do the good thing for numbers. Yeah. Right. Have the internal structures, have the internal people really changed or are they just trying to appease people. Totally. Ugh, sometimes I get morally conflicted about not only watching the show, but like actively engaging in promoting it and supporting it, like with, with this podcast and everything else. Cause I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> this is like some of the worst things about like our society and television as a whole and the way it exploits people. But that's yes, my I, issue. I agree. And I, but I also think that if we don't call these things. If you're not paying attention, you can't call things out. And if you don't call things out, things don't change. So you have to pay attention first. So it's okay to watch and talk about it. As long as in the talking about it, you say, yeah, we didn't love that and call it out. I feel like we were so mature and measured in this podcast. Like I feel like like, our takes were hot, but they were, I'm trying to find the right word. No, but like they were hot in a different way. They were, I don't know. We were, I feel like we were mature and I'm proud of us. Love that for us. Truly. So I think that's it. That's the outro. Um, You didn't tell people to follow us though. Yeah, no, I'm going, I was getting to it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. That was our five, or I guess technically it's 10 because me and Erin both have five. Hot takes on this episode of The Bachelorette. Make sure to follow our Instagram at Bachelor Blab and follow me at Jackamarini underscore. You can follow Erin's personal Instagram because she is a teacher, but you can follow at McNaught Reading for amazing book reviews from the gal who reads all the books. I got Mike Johnson's book right here, ready to read oh, next. Yeah. Can't wait. All right, yeah. friends. Not friends. You're not my friends. That's what I say to my students. I'm so sorry. All right. You call your students your friends. Yeah, that's what I say every day. Friends, please put your books away. Friends. Because it's got to be gender neutral. You don't want to say boys and girls. Not everybody's a boy or a girl. That was the hottest take of, <laughs> of this whole podcast. I'm just kidding. No, I agree. 
Um, I, call, I don't say your parents. I say, I, I don't say your mom and dad. I say your grownups. Wow. Gotta be respectful. You're Everybody's so like progressive. Different. I try. I truly try. Changing the world one second grader at a time. One gender neutral pronoun. pronoun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. We will, not watching, listening. We Ooh. will see you guys next week. Do, 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 do. That is the outro. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.